Hey guys, this is part two of the Brad Evans Remarkable Story. But before we get into that, let's first hear a quick word from our sponsors at Halsey Roofing. Do you have a leaky roof? Some busted siding? Are your gutters hanging down? Well, don't stress. Call Halsey Roofing. They will come out and give you a free inspection and get your home on the path back to being safe, secured, and looking new again. They are a second-generation family-owned and operated business that has been serving the greater St. Louis area since 1978. So give them a call today at 314 314- 714-0274. That's 314-714-0274. Halsey Roofing. The name you know. The name you trust. The name you can count on. Halsey Roofing. I had dislocated shoulder one time in Jennings. That was one of the charges that uh that uh I I was when I got arrested actually that was one of the felony charges was I had drugs on me in Jennings and in the jail? No. Oh. Um, no. Well, what happened was is I got arrested and I lied to him. I told him I was my brother, got released Good for on, you. on my brother's social security number because I could I, I could. I don't think this shit works anymore. Oh, it does. You, oh, man. yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I, I, gave, cops are fucking, I gave the cop a fake social security name or number and let me go. That's what I'm saying. It works all day. Oh, I didn't know if it would still work, though. Yeah, yeah. You can just easily run somebody's name these days. If, if you me and my brother look so much alike. That even the fucking correctional officer and fucking Jennings looks at me, and this was probably six, eight months before um, I actually got arrested and had to do time. He looks at me and he goes, I'm getting released because I, I, when you have drugs, you get PAW, pending application of warrant. Right. Okay. So they have to send the drugs off, get tested, whatever. So they ended up um, giving you a 24 hour hold, and then after that, they let you go. Right. And then the state picks the charges up. So after 24 hours, they're like, Evans, grab your stuff. And I go up to the the fucking cell, and the correctional officer looks at me, and he goes, this ain't you? And I go, fuck, you mean this ain't me? And he goes, man, this ain't you. And I looked at him, I go, what do you mean it's not me? And he's like, what's your social? I Bam. What's your address? Bam. You know, without no hesitation. Right. All right. And he goes. Man, it's, I go, man, I'm a junkie, dude. I don't look like the picture I took two years ago on my yeah. driver's license. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm laying back down. I act like I didn't even give a fuck. No, I feel it. You know, so I lay back down and I hear the fucking door crack. Come on. The best part about it is fucking Friday night in Jennings. I ain't got a phone. I ain't got nothing. I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. So the cops dislocated my shoulder, took me to the hospital. So I'm fucking slinged up. I'm walking through Jennings, which I don't know if you know Jennings. Yeah. It's not yeah, a, yeah. not a nice area. Not where you should be walking. I got my property bag, my shoes that I couldn't even put my shoelaces back in because my shoulder was dislocated. And these fucking uh, dudes up on a porch was like, you know, you in the wrong motherfucking neighborhood. And I looked at him. I go, no shit. Just like that. And they go, man, them cops fucked you up bad. I go, I'm, yeah. So they dislocated my shoulder. And he goes, man, you can't be walking around around here. You yeah. need to come up on the porch. So <laughs> best story. I, the motherfucker is like, you want to hit this blunt? I was like, yeah. And he's like, I don't know the girl's name, his girlfriend or wife or whatever. He's like, she screams her name. Lakeisha. <laughs> She's like, what? Comes outside. And he's like, get this man a soda. So, I mean, they took care of me, you know, yeah. until my mom got there and picked me up. That's hella dope. So how long did you go to jail for? Ten months, ten months in the county. Yeah, Whoa. that's hard time. Whoa. That's that's rough time. That's long. Yeah, better than the justice center. But any kind of like when it's not a prison, it, that's long. Yeah, 
Yeah. The All the guys. Sounds- the reason that so many people plead out and just take prison is because the guys that have done prison time don't want to sit in county jail right. for 12 months while they're fighting their case. Right. Okay. They're like, fuck it. Go ahead and give me, give me, send me to DOC. You know, I'm going to have good food. I'm going to have cheap food, commissary, the gym, cable TV, yeah, you, you, the rec yard. Freedom. Fucking, yeah. They got freedom. 10 months. 10 months. So after you get out, you go back, start Never. using again? No. You haven't used since? Mm-mm. No. What did you feel like the day you walked out? Oh, God. Everything moved so fast. My mom picked me up, and we were in the car. I'm like, slow down. She's like, I'm only going 45. So it was just, you know, once you're not, you wouldn't even understand not driving in a vehicle for fucking 10 months and then seeing all this shit just flying by you. I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. So, I mean, it's the same. It's, you know, after so long, you're just like. Things change, like, quickly. Yeah. Building shit. Mm -hmm. Stuff knocked down. There, there was a time in jail where I just I looked at everybody in there and it was I, I don't know the exact moment, but I looked at everyone in there and I go, these motherfuckers belong here like I deserve to be here. You know, I never minimized what I did. I deserve to be here, but this isn't my purpose in life. Yeah. So you had an epiphany in jail. Yep. What do you think? What, do you, what brought that on? Do you think? You think it was, was there somebody that you talked to? Was it something you were reading, something you were watching? God. It was just a reflection of yourself? I'm just going to say it was God. Yeah? Yeah. Did you go to 100%. church in there? Or did you go to church in there? Yes. Right on. Yeah. I've always been a believer. Didn't really practice it. But um, in jail, God lifted a big weight off my mm-hmm. shoulders. I'm just telling you right now. I felt it. You know, uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to get into a whole... Uh, oh, I don't you know, know. Whatever. I don't knock anybody that I don't know. believes whatever they believe. Yeah. That's great for them. And especially somebody that... Changed your life. Yeah. So, I felt it. It was like a moment that I can almost recall where this weight was lifted off of my shoulder. So you get out of jail. You, you're a changed man. What do you do for work? How, how do you Anything. Get, how do you get back into to Doesn't work? Doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck what it is. I trimmed bushes. I did whatever the fuck I could. I called every single bridge that I burned. Apologized. Get the um, fuck out of here. Swear to God. I called everybody and was like, I'm sorry. I did that. Right on. That uh, that takes a lot. To so, tell, especially, at the, how, old are, how are you at this point? 24. Woo! Do you know that I stole my neighbor's power washer, my mom's neighbor's power washer? It always bothered me, and I'd always drive to my mom's house. Probably about five years ago, on Christmas, I knocked on his door, and I gave him 800 bucks. And I looked at him, and I go, man, I got something to tell you about 10, 12 years yeah. ago. I, uh, I, I didn't say that I did it. I lied. Uh, I was like, I was with my buddy and I, I knew that he had just stole your power washer. I benefited from it. So I just want to make it right. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, dude, you don't have to do that. That was fucking so long ago. He's like, I'm glad you changed your life. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like, just take the money. You know, I stole a coin, a fucking silver coin from mid, mid America coins on, uh, Hampton. Mm -hmm. I went back there fucking 13 years later and was like, bro, I stole this coin. It was a $260 coin. I want to pay for it. I've tried to make amends to every single thing that I've fucked up. Is that why, is that why you were able to talk to the guy that you got away from what do back you in the hospital when you, uh, the guy that went down to get food and you, the next day when I was there, that's when you talked to him. the, one of the correctional officers was talking to him. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that, is that Smitty? And he was like, yeah, he, uh, I go, 
will you will you let me talk to him for a second? And he held the phone up to my ear, and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. He's like, don't even worry about it. That guy got fired, okay? Which he should. Which he should. Which yeah. he should. Yeah. Right, right. Well, not, we're not, gonna... not only does he fucking break protocol and go downstairs, but he tells you. <laughs> he, he didn't tell me where the key was. Like, no, but he, to- no, he, he told, told you that he was leaving. going, that he was yeah, leaving yeah. the room. You knew you, you, you could estimate how long that he had. Guy's that guy's life was correct. bigger than something than being a correction officer. If he were, like, He's a god. He should go help people. He's dead. Oh, he died of a heart attack. Not, no. not too much. I hate to that. hear that. He yeah. was a bigger guy, and right. you know, um, because I've tried to re- like after now I do outreach with the county jail, and I was like, well, one of my first times going back as a guest speaker in county jail, I was like, hey, can can we get Smitty on the phone or like whatever? And they're like, oh, he passed away. Yeah, heart complications. Do you, so, did you hear? Did you ever find out what he ended up doing? What do you mean for oh, work? For work afterwards? No, he was actually. Uh, God, what was he? He was a, not a, not a bouncer. He was a, like private security. Yeah. So he did that on the side. So yeah. I don't think he. I think he did fine afterwards. I don't think well, I don't like, think he liked his job. That's just the way it sounds. He didn't seem like 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 Danny said. Like he probably doesn't really cut out for that kind of. I don't think anyone likes to be a, cor- to be a, a correction officer. There's bullshit. a few. I've met a few. I've I've met, I've there are a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there but are there, like some people are just like, yeah, I'm gonna just not what he should have been doing. Yeah. Yeah, because he should because he should have been an asshole. Yeah. Because that's what usually what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a cor- well, correction officer play cards with us every night and shit. He was the only one that was cool. All yeah. the rest of them were fucking dickheads. Yeah. All the time. So. Your work, you're you're trying to find work. You're, how's the flooring? So you, you are, did you go back and would you go to somebody's flooring business? So no, not not instantly. I mean, I I did pick up a a, a few I would say shifts, um, a few days here and there with just guys. Everyone knew I was the best, right? And I say that humbly. Um, but no, we I, we don't say it humbly. Cause, yeah, yeah. But but I I was a go getter, yeah. right? Um, and always was. So. You know, I, I was like, dude, I'll bust my ass. I don't care if I make 12 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. I just need, I got to pay my mom back, right. attorney fees. I've got nowhere to live. My mom looked at me when I got out and was like, I'll buy you a whole new wardrobe. I'm like, I ain't sucking mama's titty anymore. I'm going to fucking give me 20 bucks mm-hmm. to go to Goodwill. And I bought fucking two pair of shorts. Still have the motherfuckers. I will mm-hmm. never throw them away. I looked at my kid. I swear on my life. I go, I want to be buried in these. Fuck the suit. These motherfuckers mean more to me than anything because it's where I came from. Right. It was the 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 butterfly. Yep. Yep. So the work. So I, so so I ended up uh, you know getting getting shifts here and there with flooring, and then finally a, a good buddy of mine was like, "Hey, you want to do uh, this property management thing?" So it was fucking was it 2010 at the time? All these foreclosures everywhere. So what I would do is I would just go cut the grass at these foreclosures. It was an easy job, you know? So it's like, I just mowed lawns and I made 14 bucks an hour and I loved it. Okay. Fucking loved it. Right. Just got to work every day. Didn't care. Not bad um, for 2010 either. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I just grinded. I worked like 50, 60 hours a week. And then I would always try to hustle side jobs, you know, flooring uh, side jobs all the time or whatever I can make money at, you know? And then his business kind of went downhill and, uh, I ended up getting uh, hired on as electrician. So I was like, uh, I don't know, 26 at the time. And uh, the flooring business has always been great to me, but it was like, fuck, my body's hurting. You know, I need to do something different. So I got hired on as electrician, worked for a couple of years as an electrician, started getting it, going to school, um, made decent money. But again, I was only making 14 bucks an and, hour. And in this whole time, 
any of your old people that you used to fuck with, like you used to get dumped with and shit, you run into them, you see them, you hang out with any of them. Cut them off. None of them changed? I wouldn't say none of them changed, but, you know, not the change that I wanted to be around. So the the first year I got out, I went to two meetings a day, went to church every Sunday. I didn't fuck with nobody. My mom was my fucking rock, my Mm -hmm. kid. My mom's been the A1 since day one. You know, like she literally has been my fucking rock the entire time. Um, I wrote everyone off. All those dudes, they didn't send me no motherfucking letter. They didn't put no money on my books. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They were just dope friends. So... When you had to, you kind of in a way had to find yourself again. Yeah, I mean, you're it's a whole mm-hmm. new you. Yeah, you know, you had to figure out how the new you is going to live life. And I yeah. fucked with very few people after I got out. They well, just weren't worth it. No, I, I can understand that. That's fair. The yeah. discipline to go to fucking two meetings a day. Ah, uh, man. It's it was it was tough, but I needed it. I needed it bad. Right. No, I'm. It's 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 that's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a that's a lot. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so you're going to two meetings a day. You're fucking, you're doing all this shit. When Mind did, you, I don't have a driver's license. I don't have a bank account. I don't have a car. I don't have a cell phone. I didn't get a cell phone for a year after I got out of jail. You put money away? What's like, that? You, you stashed money in a piggy bank underneath the Every mattress? Every motherfucking dollar I got yeah. gave to my mom. She spent tens of thousands of dollars on attorney fees right. and, yeah. and shit like that. So, um, Mind you, also... Part of my probation and whatnot, I had to do hundreds of hours of community service. I had to do SATAP, REAC, and fucking then after I got done with one case, another case would come up and they're like, oh, we want you to do 100 hours of community service. So then I got to do another 100 and they made me do SATAP, REAC, all these bullshit classes again. You know, though, and um, all of that shit sucks. Yeah, that shit fucking sucks. Dude. It's the worst. All you, of it. Yep. You, you know, though, but when you're you're trying to heal from those scars and that, it's not a bad thing. It's keeping you busy. Yeah. I oh, no, hands are the devil. It's all playground. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, but you have to to be able to break yourself down mm-hmm. to embrace that. Yeah. Yep. It's not fucking oh, easy that, yeah. to do, man. No, I've been that, in yeah. those those rooms and those classes. Mm-hmm. There ain't a motherfucker mm-hmm. in there. About their life. No. Not a, not, no, they're all going to do the same shit every, when they get it, done. And it, 99% of them, because motherfuckers go to those things and they think they're a joke. And some of the mm-hmm. shit that they show you, like the videos and stuff, you're like, man, I don't fucking, I'm too smart for that. Yeah. Not to, just that, though. There's, to not view it that way is, is that's commendable. Well, and you got to be careful, too. It's not, a lot of dealers go to those just because they know they're no, you're court ordered. You're yeah, court but ordered. They, that, that, that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's court mm-hmm. ordered, but they're okay. looking at it from a fucking business end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just gave me oh, 15 new yeah, customers, right, exactly. all you did. Yeah. Yeah. You go to jail and you, you become more experienced and get connections and all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's but, how my ex got back on a few times was because that's where the street meet them. When you hang, yeah. The people you hang out with, mm-hmm. that's who you're going to be like. Yep. yep. No matter where you're at in life. Yeah. Yep. And when you're in jail. I always same I, deal. Yeah, I always say this. It's okay to outgrow your friends. If you guys end up on a different path, you know, yep. the people are like, oh, they've been my friends. For, it doesn't matter. If you outgrow them, thank them for their time, move on. I mean, you know you, the, you, some of you, like if your old friends no longer fit your future plan, get, yeah. What do you mean by that? So, for instance, so like. If my friends are doing drugs and fucking dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I can't fucking kick it with them. We still people, though. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, if you outgrow your friends, you don't need to hang around them all the time. Like, if you hear, you get the guy like, well, man, you never come visit anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm 42, sorry, I'm I different. Out, I don't fucking hang out Listen, with I, I have so. a buddy of mine that's a, a, a good, good buddy that I've mm-hmm. known since grade school. Yeah. And he is a fucking, 
he's I'd say he's a ride or die. You know, like yeah, if yeah. I called him, he'd 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 be ready. Right. He's like, hey man, sent me this heartfelt message, and he's like, you know, you didn't come to my kid's birthday party, and I was like, at the time I was dating a gal, and uh, mm-hmm. she had a small child about the same age, and I'm like, listen, bro, I'm not gonna put my girlfriend's kid who I adore around people that are actively using right you know yeah, i'm just not gonna do it i, I told him straight up i didn't duck the question no. i didn't fucking try to do it i just told him i'm a very blunt individual mm-hmm. and i'll just tell you exactly how i feel because i just it's easier for me to get it out but that that's my point it, 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 you out it, that's what i mean when i say you outgrow your friends sometimes you guys just end up on different paths it doesn't mean they're bad the way no, you no. say it though yeah. makes me make in my head it sounds like fuck them people i ain't fucking with them no more. no 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 that's not what i meant at all no i just meant I, like I in that situation that. i think that right fuck those people i, I, I don't, I don't fuck I don't, I don't fuck with them anymore. No, I got, if an old friend of mine that like calls me, you know, I'm gonna talk to him. I don't mean like fuck him. I'm not gonna like, but but if they want to hang out all the time or they wanted me to do what we used to do, nah, I outgrew I that. I, I, I don't do none of that shit. But I'm in two yeah. text message groups with motherfuckers from back in the day that I fucking love and adore. We don't ever see each other. Yeah, that's you know what I'll respond to a message. Yeah, I ain't no, gonna no. fucking leave you on red. The text right, message yeah. is our is our bond now. Yeah, it, like one group's about yeah. basketball because I hooped with these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I not only hooped with them, I lived with them. Fuck everything, and but we stay connected because yeah, yeah I don't for real see them though. Yeah, but, but the way you made it sound like fuck y'all, brother. You know me and you are two different people. We've always talked about that. I think Brad, yeah. Brad's on the same same with me. I'm one hundred percent with him. I mean, yeah, I, no. I fuck those people. No, I don't not, fuck with them. I can't anymore. do that because. I agree. You thank you for your time. You, I hope your life. I hope your life is good. Like my boy but, Mesmer, yeah. my boy Mesmer. I couldn't ever be like if I ever hit the lottery. The first person I'm gonna go take care of is it's him. Me. Then you didn't. Nah, out, but then him. you didn't outgrow him. No, nah, I'm not I, talking I about did, him. We don't fucking kick it ever. Like that's not. That don't matter. That's not what I meant. on a different path. Yeah, what I owe this man because the dude took care of me for fucking three years, two years. I lived in the dude's house. He bought fucking dinner. Like took care of me straight up and fuck. So I will never ever be like fuck you. But we are. I don't know about outgrow is the word. We just our lives are on different paths now. That's different though. That uh, yeah, from, I, a, from an addict standpoint, right? So like I'm still in recovery. You never you never yeah. get done with recovery. Right. Okay, I can't be around those people. I don't want to be around those people. All right, they were my homies. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. We've done dirt together. Yeah. We've done good together. Mm-hmm. We've done all kinds of shit together. I've known a lot of these guys for many many years. I, I love them like brothers. Yeah. All right. No, I'm not. I just not, don't fuck I'm not, with I'm not, not, I get it. I'm not knocking it. I was just yeah. the way he said it. Yeah, yeah. Man. And like, I'm just going to say it again. I, a lot of my old friends, they're addicts. They And I, I go to a I'm funeral once or twice a year because of, because of that. And yeah. and I'm, I outgrew them. I'm not, I, 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 ho- I hope they get I'm not so better harsh. than them. It, I'm not, so it is harsh, yeah. Danny. It is harsh. So life's harsh. But I didn't. I'm not better than them. You know what I'm saying? By any means. But I just want them. You know, I don't want to be around that lifestyle. Before we differ again, I'm better than them, yeah. but I still love them. Yeah. See, uh, see I'm not real, saying that. We're just different lives, man. Real quick, I want to add something. You know, the, the community service I was talking about, I'm mm-hmm. such a fucking hustler, right? My mindset is always thinking in the gray, right? Like, mm-hmm. even as, you know how hard it is to be in recovery and not act on the gray. And what I'm saying is, is there's a black and a white, right? All right. There's always a gray. Always a gray. But, but yeah. you don't want to act on it, right? And I walk by something, I'm like, I could fucking knock that off right now, and I could hit a lick, or I could do this. Getting out of jail, I had nothing. I, I didn't. I couldn't get a cell phone because I had no credit. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to go get a duffel bag full of pot, like that, 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, I had street so, creds. I know, let, let me, let me get, how do you not go back to that? Any of that? How do you not like well, money? Because the money can the be money quick. is the the how money you, is the hardest part. How do you not go? How do you not make that? It's it's the toughest thing to do. I I made a decision in jail that anything I live such a good life in jail, happy, free. You know what I'm saying? I was behind bars, but I was free. No, I get it. Okay. I looked at it and I go, any motherfucking thing I don't have in here, I don't need out there. The most right? I don't need the fancy shoes. I don't need this. I don't need that. Fuck it. Right? So I became like, I was like fine with the very little that I had. All right? I was perfect with it. So, the, but I see people that always get sucked back in and it's the hustle. It is, right? Yeah. So when I had to do my community service, the second round of 100 hours that I had to do, um, I was walking dogs at Open Door Sanctuary. And I, I'm, I'm like fucking two hours into this shit, fucking walking dogs, right? I got 198 hours left. I go up to the front desk. I look at the lady. I said, listen, you got two gutters falling. Can't even walk the sidewalk because the bushes are overgrowing. Retaining walls broken, the downspouts fucking falling off. I go. I point out all these fucked up things with the building. I go. I could fix all this shit if you write my hours off. I will supply all the material. And she was like, "Done." I was done in six hours. Yes. One one of the most. That's the mindset of a fucking. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "How can I get out of this?" You pay five dollars an hour. Well, yeah. and, and well, well, you could do that too. But I fuck, I would have worked for five dollars an hour at the time and had no money. One of the most important things you can, one of the most important promises you can keep is the one to yourself. And that's what it sounds like you did. Yeah, you made a promise to yourself while you were in jail, and when you got out, you kept that promise, and that's why you're where can, you're at. Can I add this too? That the most impactful thing that was said to me was, I say this when I go back and speak um, in in county jail. It was my mom looked at me in the face. And a visit, you know, through glass, you're on a phone. And she goes, Brad, if you put this amount of energy into being successful as you did putting into sourcing, finding, and, and, and using drugs, you'll be the most successful person I know. And I went back to my cell and I sat there and thought, because I was clear-minded at this time, right? And I'm like thinking about how many times did I sit at Loft Berlin 55 at the fucking park right there that's, waiting that's for the lip, do- baby. Yeah, waiting for the dope man to pull up behind me. I'm and he's like about to hit I'm hitting the corner. Motherfucker, that's what you said three hours ago. You know, and I'm still there waiting. So I looked at it like if I just dedicate that time into fucking grinding, I'll be successful. I fuck with it. I dig it. No, mm-hmm. straight up. Uh how do we get to how do we get to Evans Flooring? Oh wow, um, Evans Flooring. So, uh, how do you get back into? When do you get back into flooring? I never really left. Okay, you doing so, side jobs? Always do always side jobs, and it's always you know I would I don't give a fuck, dude. If I saw a dumpster sitting out in front of someone's house, I always had these shitty little business cards, you know, and I was like, I'd go up, I might not even knock on the door, but I might put it in the screen door, you know. So I market myself to everyone. So I was electrician, kept getting laid off, and uh, I was doing a lot of side jobs. Every Saturday and Sunday almost, I had my kid every single Saturday and Sunday. And uh, 
you know, I was making 13, 14 bucks an hour as an electrician. You can't fucking live on that. Even though I lived with my mom, I had, you know, lawyers to pay, all this shit, my mom to pay back. That was nothing to make. So I would work Saturdays and Sundays with my mom, or, uh, and I, but I would bring little Brad with mm-hmm. me because I didn't want to pawn him off of my mom. I had already missed so much of his life being an addict that I was like, come on, dude, you're coming with me. So I would show him how to do flooring. You know, I would literally for a job that literally would if I did it by myself without anyone there, I could have done it in an hour. It would take me three hours with my kid yeah. because I'm actually teaching him right. while he was six, seven years old. And uh, so what happened was, is I got laid off as electrician and I was like, OK, I'll claim unemployment, mm-hmm. do side jobs. OK. And then um, I actually when I was electrician, I had two employees. So I would work 50 hours a week as electrician, but I had two guys sand and hardwood for me while I was at work. So they were my first two employees whenever I've had a full-time job. So you would get the jobs. Mm-hmm. And then... Bid them after work. I would go measure them. I would send the estimates after work. And then I would send you know the lead guy the address, and he, was, he would go sand it during the day while I was working. I want to stop real quick, because... Here's the difference, and you and a lot of other people, like even myself, you can possess all of those skills, but if you're not a people person, you can't do shit. Because that takes a motherfucker and a, a people person to get to be able to do that. Yeah. Like to get those two dudes that this is what they're doing. You found the right type of people and stuff, but you're doing the damn thing. Yeah. So at that time, I mean, you know, I paid the guys well. Right. You know, and I, I incentivized their you know their work with right. me um but i took every fucking dollar i had and i reinvested it into the company you know i didn't make money for years right i took mm-hmm. every nickel and put it back into the business and i was like i had to rent a buffer for the first six months every time and i would try to piggyback it to where it was like i would get this job ready to be buffed i would start another job get that job ready to be buffed and i would buff both of them the same day right right because it was like 70 dollars a day to rent this motherfucker so you know i invested all my money back into the company and you know then i get called back to go back to work as electrician about seven eight months later fuck i had so much work i hired another guy and i'm working in the field every day so i got me and three other guys working every single day and i'm like maybe i just give this a whirl and see how it works my mom person I trust more than anyone in this world looks at me and tells me you're fucking stupid. You're going to fucking quit a job that you could make 55, 60 grand a year at to go start a business. Look at all the people. Uncle Craig failed. This guy failed. All this shit. And I go, Mom, worst case happens. I fail and I go back to work as an electrician. Yep. So I looked at her and said, she goes, well, I guess you're right. Well, and she's the one that told you. Put the effort in. Correct. Yeah. 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 But I see her fear too. I mean, you know, she's probably worried with the the past. To be successful in any path in life or any endeavor, you're gonna have to defy all the odds and defy the people because motherfuckers Mm -hmm. can't see your vision. They, 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 and they ain't you. Like your mom meant well. She obviously she meant well. Yeah. But she, she can't see what you were seeing, what you was doing. No. And and another thing is, is uh, I, I'm a very persistent individual you know i don't take no for an answer uh 
you know, I might call a motherfucker five times that's a home builder and bug the fuck out of him until he uses me. One guy, it took me five years, swear on my life, every six months. One of the suppliers that I fucking uh, just brought in as in my showroom, it took me four years to get this particular uh, brand of product that they were like, there's too many local retailers. We will not open another store. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a brand that everyone likes. So mm-hmm. I wanted to carry it. And I looked at the guy. I'd text him every six months, maybe every month. No response. No response. No mm-hmm. response. And then I'd get a response. Unfortunately, blah, blah, blah. I get a response. Who's this? I'd get a response. Wouldn't no response. No response. Until finally I started getting containers full of vinyl. I must have had 40 pallets, which is a little fucking ton of fucking flooring. 40 pallets. Is that the picture? No, no, it's way, it, it was way more than the picture, you uh, know, three times as much as in the picture. And I fucking have them scattered out in the parking lot and I send a video and I go, this could be your product. And motherfucker calls me. I think we're ready to open you up. <laughs> so it, it, that's, it's this, that's like that in a lot of businesses. Cause even in the banking world, you know, we'll call clients that are with other banks and they may be happy. I'm like, all right, I'm glad you're happy. But we call, we touch base every so often. Cause Follow up. if you catch them that one time where they're either doubting yep. or they are unhappy, that's your mark. And they, they'll remember, Oh yeah, you've been calling me every you day. You should you know? really give Kyle craft a call. Scapers. He well, likes, yeah. he loves cold call. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. Kyle doesn't. Huh? I'm assuming he does not. <laughs> he hates it. I fucking love that guy too. By the way, uh, I'll do it for fun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's right. He's just right. You want me to give you his number on on air? No, no, no. We good. We good. No, that would be a yeah, poor guy. It's, about, it's different though. Doing how it much for don't yourself. you like Kyle? I love Kyle. <laughs> it's different doing it for yourself though, and as opposed to a setting, a setting like a setting like that, because you're selling you. You're putting yourself out there. And any other type of in a business, a bank or tents or whatever, you're calling for somebody. Yeah, and you're not. You're not. Your heart's not into it like that. Yeah, this is my. This is my baby. No, that's the, it's that's my dope. name. It's my it's everything. The big you part's know. your name. Yeah. yeah, I built it from the ground up, dude. I mean, it, there's guys out there that that are like, oh, Brad had a trust fund. It's easy to grow a business when your daddy had all kinds of money, mm-hmm. or or you got a and uh, some type. That I heard that uh, I people were saying that I got into an accident when I was a small kid and got a big settlement. All this shit. Motherfuckers, eight years ago, I was broke driving an S10 pickup yep. truck, and I was happy to have it. Like, I made, I had nothing. You like, weren't happy to have it. You know how I know? Because you went and got it. That, I I love that S10. No, you, you like, but you like the hustle. You like the, the I love the, the hustle. The, the, the fucking journey to it, though. You weren't happy because you would have you been, the, happiness is content. You were happy. I'm never content. You were happy doing, working towards something. Yeah. And you, th- and that's what keeps you, I'm guessing, because for me it does. keeps me active. Is You're still working towards something. Yeah. Never going to be satisfied. You know, when I hit a goal, I've hit so many goals that I've set for myself, and then I'm like, I guess I'm not, you know, it's just right when I hit it, it's no celebration. It's like, bam, raise the raise the bar. You know, where's my next one? Where's my like next threshold? You, you, know? hit, you hit it, and you're like, I must underestimate. I must keep going. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, I, yep. yeah, I feel that. For I, for me, I, it's not an underestimation. It's just I'm not satisfied with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's not anything like nothing I could do that's going to make me satisfied. I'm want to do something else. Exactly. So uh, sometimes I don't stay focused long enough to 
go it all the way through and I might ever move it on to something else, <laughs> which is the difference. <laughs> but uh, yeah. you also own property. Yeah. How did the, and and the property is something that you came through through the flooring or through the property management. It's a, it's a funny story. Um, it's kind of the same thing, dude. I've had so many naysayers in my life. Don't right? you love to fucking prove them wrong? I fucking love naysayers, right? That are like they're my I favorite people. They're I, I the first investment property I ever bought was in Florissant. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was every single person I knew that was like, "You're fucking stupid. You're stupid." And what it was, was I was meeting up with an investor at the time. I built my business on investors, okay? So I sought out investors that were flipping homes and and buying and rehabbing for rentals and stuff like that. That's who I marketed to. I'm a new business. I need, you know, to make a name for myself, but I also need revenue. I need to be able to pay my guys and and pay bills. So one of these investors that I became buddies with was like, when are you going to buy your, I was meeting him at a job to look at the floors. He's like, when are you going to buy your first investment property? And this was 2014, I think. And I looked at him, I go, well, when you sell me one and he looks at me and he goes, I got one. I'll sell you and floor sent. The deal was structured like this. He goes, you give me six grand down. You pay me $250 a month for 15 years and you own the property. So it came out to be like, I don't know, 40, 45,000 or something like that. I don't know exactly what it was, right? But I was like, what's this property rent for? And he goes, you get 950 all day. And I was like, so I'm going to cash flow, you know, after taxes and insurance, mm-hmm. I'm going to tax flow, flow or cash flow 500 bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. So I go look at it. It's a nice fucking house and a nice subdivision. I'm like, okay, deal. So I bought this property, got a renter in there, paid me 900, not 950, but that's fine. I cash flowed on this property fucking 450 bucks a month for how many years is this? Nine years now. Mm-hmm. Well, I've since paid it off because I was looking at like, I, I hate meeting this guy and paying him 250 bucks. So yeah. I looked at him and I go, once I have more money, I go, how much should just buy me out of it? You know? So like I owe you nine years left, which would be the equivalent of 28,000. I'm like, what if I just wrote you a check for 20? And he was like, perfect. You still own that property? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I own them all. I own them all. Nice. So then I bought one down the street, three houses down. I paid sixteen grand for it. I put a furnace and an AC in there, painted, got a renter in there, paid me seven fifty a month for what is six years. Um, I just now had the tenant move out. I put new cabinets granite countertops, new bathroom, new baseboards, new flooring, painted everything, new light fixtures. Spent about probably 18 to 20 grand on it. Uh, now rents for 1200 bucks a month. Nice. So that fucking house that I paid 16 grand for, well, that money was like, I wouldn't say it was nothing to me, but it wasn't everything to me at the time. Yeah. Uh, I never, we'll put it, I've never missed the 16.5, right? Mm-hmm. It's paid me, is now paying me $1,200 a month. So, I mean, the investment properties is kind of my, I guess, end game, you know? Mm-hmm. So. It also sounds like. What do, you, what do you mean end game? Tell me what you mean by end game. I don't oh, think, fuck. There's never. I, yeah. I'll work until the day I die. I'm just saying at, at some point there's a dollar amount in my head. Okay. That you'll walk away from flooring. Uh, I wouldn't say walk away. Right. So I have an heir. Become silent. Yes. I have. My son is super active in the business. 
um, and he wants to take it over. And I want to give him that opportunity. He knows that I will not hand him the keys to oh, nothing. This can, motherfucker works his fucking ass off. But no, for sure. Uh, for I see the pictures and fucking he works his ass off. Yeah, I I have instilled it. There there is fucking literally been since he was six years old. It was if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. I don't give a fuck. It's Saturday morning. I don't give a fuck what you do the rest of the day. But for two hours, you do something. You go to the job with me. He would stand there and he would like have his phone. I was like, get your, put your fucking phone in your pocket. Do never fucking have your phone out on my fucking job site. And he's seven. You know, and he have his hands in his pocket. He'll stand in there watching me. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Sweep the fucking floor. And he goes, it doesn't need to be swept. I go find something that needs to be done. You know, so I've been on him. Not I wouldn't say in a dickish way, but in a very stern way. But that's when you have to start it young. Yeah, it's it's hard to break them 16 years. Yeah, because exactly. So. But there's a dollar amount that is is in my head of passive income mm-hmm. where I would probably say I don't really have to be as active in the business anymore. If you wanted to, you could lean back a bit. Lean back yeah. a bit, mm-hmm. but also just kind of pass off the business to mm-hmm. my kid, but still oversee it because it's, been, so, it's my baby, it's your baby, you know. Yeah. So where does this business acumen come from? Like where do you discover how, or learn to do this stuff? Like what kind of grade did you make in school? I dropped out as a freshman. What? No, what? Sixth grade, seventh grade, C's, if that. Did did, did you know? Because you're smart as fuck, and not just with people with numbers and obviously getting things done. Where where do you learn this stuff at? Who's like you learn it as you go? You're reading books. You're talking. To, you got a no, mentor. I have. I've. I haven't read a book since county jail, and before that was probably eighth grade. You know, I'm not big on like you know, these motivational books or anything like that. I just don't read my reading comprehension. And I don't want to sound like I'm a fucking idiot, but I probably have a seventh grade reading comprehension. So if I had to read five paragraphs and tell you what it was about, um, I wouldn't be able to, I suck at it. Hands on guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's not a hands on guy though. I I mean, you, you're obviously a hands on guy, but there's so many things and pieces that can make any person and stuff that successful that don't necessarily have to be the traditional way, the way that we're taught in, in America and stuff like that. To, like reading comprehension is pretty big though. It's, it's very big. <laughs> it's very big. If yeah. you don't have that, you're not going to make it in a lot of different businesses, you know, or a lot of different industries. I should say, you're not going to make it whether you're an employee, a boss or whatever right. it is, you're just not going to make it. Um, I, I would say that I've surrounded myself with smarter people. Okay. And I've learned from a lot of them. I know my pitfalls and I try to find someone that helps with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, even before that, even before I actually had employees, I guess I was always such a mindset of when I was 14 of a hustler, you know, it's like, it's always been instilled in my head that, you know, I always had that business sense, even, I knew my profit margins when I was a fucking and you're talking fucking seventh grade, bro. You know, I knew what the margins were. I knew what I needed to sell to make my money back. All of this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say that there's anything like, I, you know, none of my family really owned businesses. I mean, a couple of my uncles probably or whatever, but um, I'm self-taught. And what, like just, I, what, what just you just had a big milestone recently. 
as far in the business and your flooring business. What was your milestone that just happened? Oh, we just moved to we just bought a new not bought we uh, moved locations to a, a way bigger showroom. How much bigger? We went from a a showroom of about seven hundred square feet to about thirty eight hundred square feet. That's a pretty big um <laughs> pretty big jump there. You know what? It's it's all stepping stones, yeah. right? So I I hit a step and I'm like, well, fuck it. Where's the next step? You know, it's not bad for a heroin addict from High Ridge, Missouri, a high school dropout. And it sounds like you took you took care of your employees pretty good too, because I'm a professional. I did some research, and I found a Florida trip. Yeah, yeah, nice. Did you guys have a good time? We had a blast. So, um, a, a lot of my guys, I'd say a, a large majority of them, are family to me. You know, I love these guys, and I want to see them do well. Um, some of these guys never don't get to go on vacation. And they don't get to go, and, and I hate to say this on air, but I'm going to. They're fucking horrible with money. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers buy $4 uh, chocolate milks, and then they buy $20 with the lottery tickets and $10 worth of smokes every fucking day. And that's because a of, lot of who, they're, who's, who they're surrounded with. Correct. And there's a It's l- the way they learned how to manage money from their parents, probably do the same thing, and these guys are paycheck to paycheck, and but they make good money. I gave them a 401k where I match 5%. Because I don't, I know these fucking guys, they're going to end up at fucking 55, 60, and they're not going to have shit. Right. They're going to try to rely on $1,200 a month Social Security. Yeah. They're not going to be able to. They may not be there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but I took them all on a trip to Florida um, in December, and I think there was 26 of us. And some of these guys never been to the beach. Some of them never been on a plane. Some uh, of them never been out of Missouri. Um I took him deep sea fishing. How'd that make you feel seeing all that? Cause I living it. that. Yeah. It's say, like a yeah. dad watching his kids yeah. open presents at Christmas, watching somebody get joy out of something they see for the first time. Even if you, if sometimes even if you don't even know him that well, it's, 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 it's nothing like it. It's that, amazing. When we went deep sea fishing, I never been, I've been all over the fucking world. Mm-hmm. I've never been deep sea fishing. I didn't even put a pole in the fucking water. I wanted to watch these mm-hmm. motherfuckers. I wanted to make sure everyone else, cause there's limited poles, you know, there's yeah. 20 guys on the boat. And there's only 12 poles, right? So they were alternating. I didn't want to take up any of that. I wanted them to experience it because, you know, it didn't mean that much to me. That meant more me watching them. Well, and like you said, there's probably a chance you'll have another chance at it. They may not. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what you're doing it for. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Brad's just a good dude. One night, I was drunk in the casino. I know this uh, story. I actually fucking... I flagged down the police. I, ca- I tried to get an Uber. I tried to get a taxi, and nobody was fucking me, fucking with me. I went to go. I went into the fucking hotel part of it and did the Eddie Murphy, where he just fucking acts like starts talking real loud, and act like a fool to the, to the uh, hotel people. Yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't get nobody to talk to me, and then they finally came over to talk to me, and then they got a cop. That's how I got somebody to fucking help me out. Nobody helped though. The cop was like, "Call him back." I was like, "The taxi's not coming, bro. What I got to do?" Yeah, like, I don't know. So I put on Facebook, hey, need a ride from the casino. Brad drives all the way the fuck out to the goddamn casino, picks me up. He says, I'm on my way. Picks me up. And then here's the bad part is he's got to drive my drunk ass all the way back to the house and listen to the dumb shit I said the whole fucking time. I appreciate that. Yeah, I That's- do it. I, I Listen, as you get older, you realize that the things you've done for people or, or some people that, you know, not that you ever want to keep tallies, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I know if I called this motherfucker, if I called Danny, and, I, and he'd be he'd be on his way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I truly felt that in my heart 
that, you know, if, if I needed something, he'd be there for me. That's how I treat everything. You know, if you would do it for me, I'm going to do it for you. But if I don't think that you would fucking pick me up, I would have never even responded to it. You know, I just, I, I just don't, it's, I've literally have become more of a cold individual. I would say, mm-hmm. um, in the last 18 months. Where, where do you think that's from? Let down, let down after let down. Relationships, some burn friendships, you, you know, yeah. things like that. And it's like, I've put my heart and soul into people. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And, uh, you know, at some point you're like, maybe it's just not, maybe I just no. don't do that anymore. But I want to show you this, Danny. I don't, I don't think I showed you this. Um, this is just one of the things that once you become numb, it's just the the shit's just you're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's not even that nothing's that big a deal anymore. Where is it at? So last Wednesday. No, uh, that that go ahead. So last Wednesday, I show up to my office and I've got a, a, a really nice Yukon that's on some 24s or was. I should say on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not laughing. And uh, oh, no, you're, it's, it's funny. You're but laughing. Here's, here's, here's the thing. I sh- I'm only laughing because this shit looks like a movie. Yeah, yeah. It does. like it no, literally looks up. like a fucking movie. Yeah. So, well, so I they, have a guy that gets there at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I usually don't get there till 6:30, 6:15. And he and he uh, he texts me and he goes, "Hey, you're gonna be really upset." And he goes, "The rims are stolen off your Yukon. It was sitting up at my shop." My only response to him was, it kind of looks good like that. <laughs> and my all of my employees show up around 6.30, 6.45 as I pull up. And they're all like, oh, my God. And I was like, uh, I was like, hey, where are you going? You, you got all the stuff you need today? Like, I didn't even look at the fucking mm-hmm. truck. I already know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, how can you fucking be, like, so calm and, and this and that? I go... It is what it is. What's done's done. Once you've mm-hmm. been let down and just and, and but but also, you know, Joe Rogan has a, a thing where he says about the Chinese farmer. Have you ever seen that? I won't get into the big detail, but essentially, you don't know in life. I could have jumped in this Yukon. Are you talking about the a horse or the yes. shot his leg? Yes, kid. But yeah, and then it's the military whole story. And yeah. he goes maybe. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see tomorrow. Like the, his yeah. kid gets up, uh, like they want to go to the military or something like that. Or no, it's, it's, it's falls a, off a horse, breaks his leg, gets shot in the foot. Oh, it's a whole thing. And every day is, uh, well, maybe tomorrow we'll see. And the situation is better every time until it's not. So it starts with the the kid, the son breaks his leg. All the villagers say, "Hey, that really that's a shame about your kid." And he yeah. goes, "Well, we'll see." The next day, yeah. the army comes in. And says, takes all the males, fighting age. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, that's glad that glad that he couldn't couldn't go because he had a broken leg. And he goes, well, we'll see. And it's like every single thing. Everything's like that. It's, yeah. it's, you almost have to look at it like you don't know if it's good or bad yet. It's all connected somehow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I could have, like, that could have been God's way of just me. I could have not been occupied with putting the factory rims on my truck that day. Um, I could have jumped into it and left and got hit by a truck. car wreck or something, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. died instantly. Yeah. Or the tire was on it. That was bad. Mm-hmm. That had a little bubble in it. I could have been going 90 cause I drive mm-hmm. fast, blown out and died. Also, I'll make this shit again too. 
You can take. Oh, every, it's, yeah. listen. You yeah. Take everything you want from me. Take it off from well, me. Well, here's I'm, the deal. I'm still gonna do this well, again. It's 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 insured. I I, yeah. I ordered the fucking rims that day. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I texted a picture to my guy and mm-hmm. I said, order. That's all I said. Yeah. I got the tag. That's all I said to him. It was just order. And I guess I should have said this earlier for the people listening. He showed us a picture of his Yukon on on blocks. On blocks. So yeah. And Sunset Hill. Just, just like a, nice a fucking area. movie. Just like oh, a movie. It's a, yeah, 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 it's not a. It's a really nice area. But it looked just like a fucking. It's a nice ass car to be sitting on blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the it was thing a team. About, it was a team. Yeah. Yeah. Team, team of two. But the the thing about it is, is I, I've had such letdown in life, yeah. and, and 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 people are like, oh my god, you have such a. Don't feel sorry for me. Motherfucker, my shit was self-inflicted. Okay? I, I chose to fucking be... I don't feel sorry for you about nothing. Well, no, no, what no, no, I, no, what no, I but do is I... Re- the ad- admiration is a proper word. First of all, man, I, I come from an environment like that's chaotic, drug... Like, people don't come back from heroin. No. It's rare. Yeah. Like, it's fucking... It doesn't matter how you got in that situation. The fact you, you were there. And then not only did you fucking not come back, but you became a fucking... When you own a, you own two businesses, you, you you taught your you became a great dad, a great a great son. You paid back people that that's commendable, like to a an an nth degree that I'm never going to be able to attain in life because I man I don't give a fuck about some shit I did, but that's like you are who you are because of fucking the things that you've done that other people can't do. Yeah, that's amazing. What do I always say? Be better than you were yesterday, and Brad is actually the epitome of that. There's a there's a country song that says it's something like uh, I'm not as good as I once was, be. but I'm as good I'm as good once, once as I ever know. was. No, Toby? I'm not as good as I want to be, but I'm better than I used to be. That's yeah, you know that's what I'm good. saying. Yeah, so yeah. it's every day I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get a little bit better, and mm-hmm. you know it's it, what I said about the self reflection. I kind of went down, came down on one of my guys really hard, and it was this was probably like ten o'clock in the morning. I get home that night at seven o'clock and I'm just sitting at home by myself and I'm like, was I too tough on him? And I text him and I go, man, I'm really sorry. It wasn't directed towards you and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I, I try mm-hmm. to process shit and I look, I try to look at things when someone tells me a story about, Oh, Danny's a piece of shit, blah, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to look at both sides. Right. And look at it from that person's point of view, but also Danny's point of view. So I like to, you know, try to come up to my, con- cause Let's if anybody ever said I was a piece of shit, they deserved it. 100 <laughs> fucking percent. 100%. I'm just using you as an example. Well, I'm just but telling everybody that's listening. 100 fucking percent. That, that, that's never happened. No one's ever said that. But I'm just saying, if anyone ever says like, oh, me and fucking so-and-so have no, fallen you, you out. You can use me. It's okay. Well, you were just standing right here. <laughs> you know, I've learned that guys like you and I, they either love or they hate. Yes. They're either like, fuck that arrogant prick. Or they're yeah. like, I love this fucking guy, because I'm very loud too. And I, you I know? love, I, mean, I love I, bad first impressions. <laughs> like I kind of sometimes I set shit up that way. The first time we meet, because there's no place else to go yeah. except up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of, ha- I kind of have to hate people or have them hate me a little bit before we like each other. I've never hated you. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. Fair. Nice, still early. <laughs>